business to new insane revenue levels doesn't have to be overwhelming. It's all about the right strategy, team, efficiencies, and confidence. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. With over 1 million downloads, it's the go-to business podcast dedicated to business owners who want to evolve out of operating in the day-to-day and make their dreams come true. I'm your host, Annette Walter, and I'm so happy you are here. As a former banker, I have now been an entrepreneur for over 15 years and have started, grown, acquired, and sold over 20 multi-million dollar companies to date. Together, you and I will strengthen your existing business, build your dream team and process, grow your wealth and legacy, all while surrounding you with a community of rockstar entrepreneurs just like yourself. Are you ready to evolve? Let's get started. Hey there, entrepreneur. I'm so happy you are here, and I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest. Before I do that, I want to privately and personally invite you to join one of our 2022 group coaching sessions. We have two groups, the Business Builder Mastermind and our Entrepreneur Evolution Empowerment Group. If you are looking to significantly scale and be surrounded by rockstar entrepreneurs like yourself that hold one another accountable, that completely share resources openly that really are scaling to monumental levels in their business, then these are the groups that you need to be in. I personally facilitate them and show up for you. And I am telling you, they will not disappoint. So click the link in the show notes. Make sure you schedule a private breakthrough 20-minute session with me so that we can talk more about your business, your path for 2022, and where you want to go personally. Today's guest is Brian Adams, and he is the founder and CEO of PH Creative. He is a rock star, and he is has a global company. And I couldn't have loved this interview more, honestly. He's honest and open and humble about his growth and where he's going. He's currently running a global brand with 80 employees, and he helps companies with their internal employee branding. This is such an important topic, especially in the marketplace of all of us hiring and recruiting and needing top talent. As you're listening to this, I encourage you to think about what is your internal brand and messaging to your employees and to the talent that you are looking to attract. He's wonderful, and I know you're going to enjoy this interview. Thanks for being here, entrepreneur. Please rate, subscribe, leave a review. You know it means the world to me, and thanks for being here. Keep evolving. I am so proud of you. Welcome, Brian. How are you? I'm great. Thanks, Annette. Thanks for having me on. I'm so glad that you're here today. We are joined by Brian Adams. He is the owner and founder of PH Creative. And you are not in the United States. Where are you joining us from today? We're going global. I love it. Um, yeah. So I'm a scouser at heart. And that is, um, I'm coming from Liverpool, which we say is the center of the universe. So the home of the Beatles and the greatest football team on earth. Well, I love it all. I love it all. And my first question, though, is this name. You have to tell us about the name of your company and absolutely tell us about a little bit about it. And then we'll rewind to see how you got to this point in your in your life. All right. Sounds good. So PH Creative um, 
will be 18 this March. It really does make me feel old. Um, <laughs> so we're a specialist employer branding agency. So we help uh, typically global brands um, brand themselves to attract talent, not customers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's the sort of more human, softer side of, um, of, of branding. But we, we absolutely love it. We get to work really closely with organizations to help them better articulate the employee experience so they can find and remind great talent as to why they should be there and not, not somewhere else. Um, uh, we started out as digital marketing and print um, magazine design, because that's, again, how old I am, uh, with pre-social media. But we, we, we started to focus and specialize. And when we found our niche, that's when all of the, the growth started to happen, probably about nine years ago. Okay. So that was about nine years ago. So we have so many people in the audience, business owners really talking about niching down and, mm-hmm. and getting to that point. So what did that feel like just to take a kind of tangent on that? What did that feel mm-hmm. like? And how did you get that to that point? Cause I love mm-hmm. that you're really branding towards the human capital aspect of mm-hmm. companies right now. So important. Well, yeah. And there's, you know, it's a very big priority for organizations, super important. Um, so we've seen a huge spike in interest there. But um, it was scary at the time when we decided to niche and say, okay, we are no longer going to do X, Y, and Z, you know. Mm-hmm. But actually looking back, um, I wish I'd done it much sooner. Mm. The, the, the perceived risk was nowhere near as, as big um, because in reality, we were an organization that had 6 million and one digital marketing competitors mm-hmm. and no real point of difference. And overnight, after we made the decision to specialize, we became one in 12 employer brand agencies globally that had the capacity and capability to, to offer um, services to, um, to global brands. We quickly found a point of difference and we say, inch wide, mile deep, you know, so we became specialists, uh, our reputation um, grew quickly in a smaller community of very qualified um, and densely populated prospects. Um, and it was, I'd like to say it's the smartest thing we did. I think it was quite naive and more luck than anything else actually but focusing in a niche is the single most important decision we've made strategically since the start of the company i love it i love it and i see you know on on your bio here some some very popular names you know apple american airlines british Mm -hmm. telecom virgin so so let's let's take that pause button and, and rewind. And I'm right there with you. You know, I started my career free social media. So so walk us up to how you started a digital digital firm um, and what that looked like for you going in to become an entrepreneur. So um, picture this. I was a designer at a magazine working about 18 hours a day, mm-hmm. fueled by youth and pure passion for what I did. And at 26 years old, I had an idea that one day when I grow up, I want to start my own company. Um, But looking back now, that day probably would never have happened. Apart from one day I'm in work, we're in an open plan office. There's about 40 or 50 people in the office. 
And my boss at the time came out of his office over to me. He put two big barely um, fists on my desk, leaned in with his coffee breath. And he looked like Bluto from Popeye, if you can picture that. Yes. And he bawled me out in front of all of these people and made me feel like three inches tall. And I'd done something wrong for sure. You know, I can't remember what it was, but, you know, I had made a mistake and, right. you know, it was a bit of a clangor if, if memory sort of serves. Nevertheless, um, I'll never forget how that moment made me feel. And I stood up. Um, I didn't say anything, but I left that office and never went back. And I started the company the next day as a, an emotional reaction to how I was treated. And I, I wanted the motivation was I wanted to start a company and prove you could grow a successful company without being a jerk and treat people with respect. Um, so it's, it's almost with a pinch of irony that now um, we focus on articulating culture and finding purpose, impact and belonging for not just our own company, but others as well. Yes. I mean, it really speaks to your why, right? It all really comes full circle, which is so cool. I'm glad that we went through that kind of reverse timeline of things because it really painted a great picture. So, so what do you like now about being an entrepreneur? Obviously going through, you know, a lot of the the crazy in the world that we've all witnessed. Mm -hmm. What do you like the most now about it? What keeps you going? Um, What keeps me grounded and humble is, um, there's about 80 of us in, in my company now and um, I am priv- in a privileged position that these 80 people trust me to lead their fate and we pay 80 mortgages on a monthly basis mm-hmm. and we band together and the value that they create is the single most contributor to the success of the organization. I'm in a situation of maturity from a business model perspective now where I no longer deliver the day-to-day value for our clients. It's done by people who are much smarter and more talented than me. Mm-hmm. And I, I am privileged to, to, to be able to say that and also spend time on the business, not in the business. And I know that's a bit cliche, hey. but now I've come to love the, the entrepreneurial aspect of um, spending most of my time in the future mm-hmm. um, and trying to make, smart decisions in terms of where to invest capital to, you know, to protect and grow the future of the company. And, and I absolutely love it. I don't think, I don't think I'd last five minutes in a, in a full-time job working for somebody else. I'm I'm right there with you. I'd be like, I would get fired. I think I'd get fired. (laughs) Me too. And it's, it's, there's so many opportunities out there. And when you do get to that point, in your business and and it takes a while to get there like you're 18 years in right to really to be working on your business not in your business it is a different feeling we show up differently Mm. we're craving and curious about so many different types of topics out there so that we can Mm. protect our teams and their families right Mm -hmm. so are you are you a book reader are you a podcaster where are you getting are you maybe in like a coaching group where you get um, your creative juices from where, where are you keeping your stand, getting your stamina from? So, um, I do listen to a number of podcasts and I am an audio book, um, fiend. I spend a, a, far too much money on audible.com. I am right there um, with you. And I, I have a habit of, if I really like an audio book, I'll probably listen to it two or three times 
and then I'll buy the book and then I'll read it um, as sort of physical evidence and a reminder of the key lessons in, yes. in the book. Um, yeah. But yeah, I find audio to be a really good way for me to consume and learn. That's great. Any any good ones that you want to share here? Recent ones? Yeah, so I've just reread um, three times <laughs> Blitz Scaling because we're going through a period of growth at the moment. Right. Good. That's a good um, one. And um, there's a there's a book version of the Masters of Scale podcast as well. Okay, great. Which are, are both fantastic. I really enjoyed um, Phil Knight's autobiography. Um, the the CEO and founder, well, he's not the CEO now, the founder of, of Nike. Mm-hmm. That was fantastic. But my all-time favorite book, um, business-related book, is Black Box Thinking. Okay. By Matthew Syed. And it, it really forces you to think differently about failure, mistakes, sharing the insights and learning from from failure and building on top of it to, to get momentum and success. And it, it's, it's a very, very uh, insightful book. I love it. Those are great shares. So a lot of our audience members, they are all hiring right now. We mm-hmm. all are very familiar with the type of talent demand and need yeah. out there. So what's your best type of advice to companies that may not be thinking about their internal brand and messaging as it relates to recruitment um, or just if they need to improve it? Yeah, so um, I guess, first of all, and I say this quite a lot, as you can imagine, um, people are the only true competitive advantage left in business, full stop, the end. And if everything else can be automated, it can be commoditized, it can be bought and scaled, mm-hmm. um, you know, but people make the difference you know so it should be the number one priced asset and you know from a from a branding perspective trying to forge a reputation in the marketplace as an employer to get the attention and the affinity of your um your next generation of talent uh, could be the difference between scaling or not scaling taking seizing an opportunity or losing that opportunity um or coming second in a marketplace where um, you know innovation is is where you need to thrive, or so on and so forth. You know, we work with a vast array of organisations, different sizes, different stages. Um, but what we've found consistently is, if you're an organisation that can clearly articulate the value you offer to a candidate or an employee, mm-hmm. um, then there's a lot of people derivative challenges that can be alleviated quite quickly. And if you look at any priorities on any senior leadership desk, I will find a people derivative challenge in the first five minutes of the conversation. Usually, you know, there is something that if you, if you can hone a process, um, find a better story or a way of communicating the value you, you offer, the proposition to be had. Right. Um, you know, you can build a lot of value in an organization really quickly. And if I was to start my company again from scratch, mm-hmm. um, I think I could get to the same position I am now, not in 18 years, but probably in two or three. And a lot of it would be because I would cut through the noise and the hesitancy of finding great people quicker. Right. An employer brand is the springboard and the foundation to do that. It, 
it's so true. And it is that hesitancy. It is innately in us as we're growing businesses. It's, you know, and I get that question all the time is, well, when is it the right time to hire? And, you know, who do I hire next? And where do I find them? And what if I'm not ready? And cart and horse and cart and horse. So everything you just said about, you know, getting to that 18 years and about two to three is so on point. So what would you do? What would you do? What would be your your advice to that that new entrepreneur to just kind of accelerate to to eighteen years forward? <laughs> yeah. So, um, so first of all, um, we're called PH Creative, but actually internally, we call ourselves the Defenders of Happiness. Uh-huh. And our vision is everybody loves their job. So it's actually lofty sort of sort of shoes to fill, and it's a, a reputation that's difficult to live up to um, continually. But what we've found is a way of making tangible um, how it feels to be part of our team. You know, so being able to articulate that and present the value to be had and not be afraid to say, hey, look, it's not great every day here. There are like agency life isn't for everybody. Right. It can be stressful. Uh, it can put a strain on work-life balance. You can have competing priorities. You'll work in some lean teams and not know where to turn first a lot of the time. Um, However, we'll trust you to make decisions. We learn from our failure. We band together when it counts and you get to see your work impact thousands of people in our clients' uh, environment quickly. And the, um, the meaning that you get from that is highly rewarding. And so some people would run for the hills away from that. And some people lean in and say, give me more, like this is great. So being able to tell a compelling story and get the right type of person to lean in, um, it saves you time, effort, money, expense, so and so forth. Um, And when you do find those people, um, you can't afford to not hire them, especially with an entrepreneur looking to scale, you know, and actually, Richard Branson's um, sort of famous for if he comes across a great person um, who would be very valuable to his company, he hires them and then figures them out, then figures out where they sit in the organization. Right, right. Which is super interesting, isn't it? You know, and the entrepreneurial aspect, um, the entrepreneur in, in me, um, I'm not quite there yet, but, you know, I, I definitely sort of keep that in mind as I go to market and want to scale. Um, but if... Uh, I think, I think with experience, I would hesitate less uh-huh. um, to push the button and hire, bring great people in, um, you know, because it's, it's, it's the key. It's the key to all sustainable growth. I also, in the early days, used to pay slightly under the market rate. And I got a lot of people burnt out who would be here for nothing more than passion and pride and so on and so forth. But I learned quickly to at least pay the market rate, uh-huh. um, you know, because why why would you um compromise on the, the quality of your people if you don't have to and good people will outperform average people and give you a, a return on investment much quicker that's gold right there that's gold right there so good so as we wrap things up here what's next for the company you said you're in in scaling mode so what does that look like for you and the company yeah so there's about 80 of us now um in March next year, there'll, there'll be around 120 of us. Right. So we're, we're on a, a, a significant 
a ramping exercise at the moment right. and that will and that will probably continue and it's an indication as just how many organizations out there are getting um serious about crystallizing their message and their, their employer brand yeah. for us we're expanding our services um our geographic footprint um you know and it's a very exciting time in, in our space at the moment it it really is and i i love that you're in growth mode and not knowing you outside of this Zoom call and getting to know you through Zoom and on this call, I can just tell that you're an eager leader, a curious leader, and someone that's going to take your company and your team further than your, your wildest dreams. So kudos to you. Um, congratulations on the 18 years, on the journey and the continued journey. Where can we find you, Brian? Where can we support you? How can we uh, learn more about the company or or get more of you and the company. <laughs> so um, thanks for that. Uh, if you go to ph-creative.com, that's our agency website. Um, I can be found on LinkedIn. It's uh, Brian Adams with a number one, I think is my LinkedIn profile. Um, or you can go to Amazon and, um, and buy my latest book, Give and Get Employer Branding. Great, 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 great. I um, actually... I'm in a couple of groups and I'm going to read your book and drop that into a couple of book clubs that I'm in and recommend that in a lot of the business spheres that I'm out there. That's great because it's such an important topic and it's powerful. It's powerful. Our people, our teams. I mean, I know my team is everything to me, everything. The reason why we do everything and you grow your people, you grow your company, right? Absolutely. It's great to hear you say that. And then if, um, if you want to give away uh, a few books to your listeners, I'm happy to send you a few copies. If, if people, okay. that'd be great. Uh, yeah, if people are interested, I'm happy to send some out. Oh, that'd be wonderful. That'd be wonderful. All right. Well, we'll be sure to drop everything in the notes and connect on LinkedIn. Thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Brian. Bye bye now. Wow. What an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.